Okay. Okay. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Juice with JoJo. Um, I'm here with my friend, my sister, my fellow <laughs> Blackie. Introduce yourself. Okay, so my name's Peyton. Yeah, I'm new to this whole, you know, podcast thing. So, ready to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, it is currently 2.47 in the morning. Um, And why not make a podcast? So, I know the last podcast I made was early June. And I said I would stay consistent on it. And I was. I was going to be faithful to my podcast making ways. But, um... It was it was Juneteenth and stuff wasn't working out with the app and then I just didn't post it. I'm pretty sure it's in my drafts, but we'll see. But today, my dear love and I are going to be answering some questions that she has for us. And they okay. will maybe get into like deeper topics, but let's start. Yeah, so our first question is just like, you know, what drains your energy? Okay, thing you can go first. Okay, so I would definitely say something that drains my energy is like just being around like toxic people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like toxic people really like even in like a social setting where you're not even interacting with these people, just like being in their presence and just like being around them in general, like being in the same room with toxic people who are just clearly like not on the same energy level as you and you're just not vibing with, it can just be so draining because you're trying to keep up. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to like bum everyone out and just kind of like sit in the corner. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you don't want to be too much. And there's only so much you can do when you really just don't want to talk to these people. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that a thousand percent. I would say, okay, I think I kind of have like two things. I would say being around people who won't help you or you don't see them in your future, one. Yes. And two, I guess somewhat like what PP said. Oh yeah, if I if you hear me say PP, that's because that's what I call her because I've known this girl since like sixth grade. So mind your business. <laughs> but um, when they're not like on the same mind path as you, I would say, like, let me give an example. Um, I don't know how I would put this. I can I try. Yeah, like, okay, wait, you know when we were in the car, when we were talking about, like, not being, like, on the same, like, pro-black level as you, or, like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how to explain it without sounding really, um, no, yeah, like, I get it. Like, if you basically just, like, are not, I mean, you don't have to have my exact views, but if you're not, like, a, like, politically mentally aligned with me it's just kind of draining to be around you is that what you mean yeah like especially on the mental like heavy on the mental because if you don't have the same like mindset at least basic mindset like base 
it's really hard to like get along with someone it really is because I feel like I've grown so much in like my mind polit like my political conscience I would say that like when I hear stuff stuff that didn't used to bother me a year ago two years ago now a heavy bother me and I've like been deeping it and like when I peep it it just takes 15% out of my social value 15% out of my social battery I'm like all right and let's let's end this right here because I can see you're getting annoyed because I'm saying something that's really true and you're just like oh but like like when they fall into like the societal norm of saying like let's not do this like I don't like that I like I want to start living outside of the societal norm because like like um the societal our societal norm was based on white supremacy and I don't fit in with that I no longer want to live in that so I want to step out of it and like when Mm -hmm. you're telling me to like stay inside I don't like it I hope that makes sense yeah no I get it okay so do you think that trust is important in a relationship? Absolutely. 1,000, 2,000 percent. Mm-hmm. And if so... Any relationship. Like, like well, any relationship yeah. with a parent, with a friend, with a significant other. Literally anyone. Okay. Why slash why not? Like, why do you think it's important? Um, You can go first. Okay. So I I definitely think it's important, like, because if I don't trust you, like, even on a base level, and for me, at least personally, that base level is pretty high. I mean, it's either I trust you or I don't, basically, but um, it's like, how can I even communicate with you properly? Like, I already have trouble, like, getting my emotions across to other people. So if I don't trust you, how how am I even going to feel comfortable to go through the trouble to try to c- explain to you how I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that just doesn't, like, it's not really going to work out. Like, you're never going to know what I'm thinking, and I'm never going to know what you're thinking. And things will just, things will just get all mixed up in the past of that we're talking to each other in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy how people will have these whole relationships and friendships especially with no trust right that's what really surprises me the most with society today i really find that crazy people people will find friends like and you'll hang out with them every day blah blah blah, blah. but you wouldn't you won't really trust these people and i just don't understand how that's possible and i kind of had to at first it really took me back but i think I, I I kind of now, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Well, if you don't trust me, I don't trust you. And that's just how it's going to be. Like, we're cool on the surface, but, I mean, I guess when it gets down to it, it's me against everybody. I mean, not, you know what I mean, Jimmy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even in, like, well, I'm not going to say any specific names, but, like, like, with the people that I'm friends with, like, I don't know. Sometimes I really just get this vibe, like, you don't have my back. Right. And, but the like, thing is, like, I know I would stand my ground for anybody that I'm around. Because I don't keep people around that I don't like or that I wouldn't stand my ground for or that mm-hmm. I wouldn't stand up for. 
I don't keep those kind of people in my circle. So if you're in my circle and you're over here not trusting me and you're not going to stand in my circle, it makes me feel some type of way. But at the same time, it's like, do I want to have no friends? Because that seems to be the societal norm these days. Right. All right. So, um, sorry, blank mind. But the question again, if you forgot, was do you think trust is important in a relationship? And I brought up in any relationship, whether relationship with a parent, friend, or significant other. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you say it's not important, go seek help. Like, actually. Because a relationship is something where it's between the two of you. And it should be something special between two people. Whether um talking about a positive relationship not a negative relationship obviously and if you call that if you say that person is close to you in some in some like point there should be like a basis of trust there Mm -hmm. and now let's say that like you're an acquaintance we don't I mean I don't know that's y'all's business if you trust each other or not but we're talking about like if this is like a really close friend or again like a significant other you should be able to trust them because if there's no trust then what's there because this is the person that you're going to want to talk to about things and if you feel that they're either going to not um not take into what not actually listen to what you're saying or take advantage of it and tell other people that that trust is not there especially if it's something that's really hurting you um like let's say for a parent i feel like you should trust your parent but a lot of us growing up i feel like there isn't this basis and i feel like that's a very toxic trait of us or at least in the black community maybe because i know some of our parents will be like i'm going to tell your aunt you did this and oh, like, yeah, like, and that whole thing, like, oh, I'm not one of your little friends, like, right. I really feel like that whole mentality of, like, oh, yeah, I'm your parent, like, you're my, um, like, I'm your superior kind of thing, it can really be detrimental. Like, mm-hmm. while I understand that, yes, those are the roles that we've been given in society, and even in, like, in general, like, th- that's just the way it is, like, Yes, to a certain extent, I I do understand that. But at the same time, it's like, we definitely have to have a level of trust between each other or else I'm not going to tell you anything. You know what I mean? And 100%. Because they'll come to you and they'll say, listen, Jibby, you can tell me anything. I've been seeing that you're down recently. And then you give that one weakness, like that one moment where you're like, all right, yeah, this is my mom, this is my dad, I should tell them. And you Mm -hmm. tell them, and you're pouring your heart out of things that you just kept in recently just for two weeks later, just for them to turn around and, like, throw it back at you. That trust is shattered. That trust is shattered. Right. And I don't know know about y'all, but that, like, I, it's like, it's like one chance. Like, after that, I'm not telling you anything. And, like, I have this structure, it's like, at least for me, where I have, like, the people lined up, where the people that I really trust, the people that I could just say stuff to, I don't care if they tell other people, 
And then the last one is like, I'm just going to not tell you anything because I really don't, I don't, I don't need to. And like, once you like go down, like then our relationship goes down, it goes down a whole ladder. And then that causes a rift that you are able to tell why that you're able to see, but you don't understand why I know why, but you don't even want to acknowledge it. And I'm talking about parent here. Mm-hmm. Um, or relationships in general. So I really feel like if there's if there really is no trust, there's no anything because yeah, there might as well not be a relationship if there's no trust. Exactly. Okay. I think okay. What's something you recently noticed about yourself? Okay, you wanna go first? Um Okay, yeah. Mine is kind of dark, not going to lie. <laughs> no, mine, mine too, because that, for real, I was thinking about it today. Like, I think about this often. Yeah, okay. So, I have a, there, well, I'm not going to tell the whole story, because it's a, but recently there was an incident, and I kind of, like, didn't like the way I handled it, basically, and I was just, like, like, in the moment, I was thinking about, like, what my, like, I was, like, what was I thinking in that moment to make me, like, just act this way? And I was, like, I was, like, like, basically, I came to the conclusion, I was just basically, like, I basically just enjoy being an asshole. Like. Yes! That's your your Leo in July talking. No, but, like, it's not good. And I feel, like, horrible after I do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like 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 it'll just be instant and it'll only take five seconds of me just wanting to be like a complete dick basically to ruin everything because now I just feel like well I just fucked it up well now I just fucked it up so thanks but still like it's just kind of like crazy because like how am I supposed to fix that like, and I, I always kind of knew it was there and I always try to better myself. Like, I, I'm always, like, being conscious of, like, my surroundings and stuff. But I definitely, like, was in a compromised position and I was not in my right mind. So I feel like maybe that factored into it and I just slipped into old habits. That's the only way I can think of, like, rationalizing the whole situation. But I don't know. I just I just think that basically the moral of the story is I just found out that I really just need to be more self-aware and there's always ways you can better yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not perfect. Of course, I wasn't perfect back a couple years ago. And I'm still, you know, learning and I'm still growing. So I think I just need to, like, give myself the proper time to do that. And I don't know why I was under some illusion that I was basically just, like, fixed now. I mean... I guess under the surface I thought that, but yeah, it's basically it. Claps. We love a self-aware junior. Yes. And mind you, I always tell Peyton <laughs> that she is so mature for her age. Even when we were, even back when, when I was in eighth and she was in sixth, or when I was in tenth and she was in eighth, she was. She's always so mature she's always thinking 
steps ahead. And I really wish I had the same mind as her at that age. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was the question again, girl? The question was what was something you recent recently noticed about yourself? Okay. Recently. Mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't say this is quite recent, saying two weeks to a few months. I would say this is almost a year now. I think I started realizing this September of last mm-hmm. year. I am super self-aware. And no, actually what clicked is when one of my teachers told me this. I am actually super self-aware self-aware and I know what I need to do to heal I just don't want to heal because I'm afraid of healing Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that circles around my mind and I think about it constantly at the same time while pushing it down how that works I don't even know like I can't even begin to explain it to you but it's what happens. And when uh, when a predicament or a problem arises and all of the feelings that I've had before come to, come to the surface, I can only allow myself to like think about it or cry about it for at least five minutes. Like I lock myself away in my room. I like go in my bed and I cry for five minutes. Even no, not even five, less than that. But then, like, my brain tells myself, I don't even know how it happens, but like, I trick myself into saying, Well, like, what am I crying for? And then I stop crying. So then I really didn't release anything and everything yeah. that I felt before, times t- plus what just happened, like, times 10 is now pushed down again. So every time something happens, it's just like a new problem that I just never let go of mm-hmm. and like I know I need to talk to somebody about it I know and whatever I know about all of it it's just that because like I feel like every time I try to let go every time I try to release it doesn't work so I feel like releasing it all or trying to would just be another big failure so that's something that I realized yeah. about myself No, that makes complete sense because sometimes I'll just, and I have complete, like I have such trouble letting go of things, but I don't know. I just think that like, and I still haven't let stuff go. That's like years old in the past. But the thing is, I think you have to like remind yourself that it's okay to still like think about these things. Like that's letting it go not just completely not thinking about it anymore. And I think I had to learn that the hard way when I was like, why am I still thinking about this? I was like beating myself up for it for like years and years. Mm -hmm. Like I should be forgetting about this, but that's not really what letting it go is. Letting it go is it slipping back into your mind and you being okay with it being there. Like you being at peace about the entire situation, even when it comes up, you being able to stay calm and collected right so I I think really understanding that concept and really just like working on it and not like working on it like oh yeah I'm telling myself like I can't like 
be irrational and I can't let my emotions fly out, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, like, let yourself feel those emotions. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's it's honestly just gonna, it's just gonna get worse. And that's the funny thing. Like, I get all of that. And I try to do all that. Like, when I think of things, or like, especially like growing up, I'm like, I mean, yeah, that's just a part of my story. And I let, I think about it. I just, you know, I don't even know how to explain it. Cause it's like, it's just like a circle that I'm trying to connect to like relay that makes sense. But I don't even, it doesn't even make sense in my head, to be honest. So, yeah, that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but next question. Okay. Um, I don't really have an answer to this one, but tell me if you do, and maybe we'll come back to it if you don't. So what's a moment in your life when something felt unreal, where it just all kind of felt just like you weren't even there, basically? Girl, I don't even know. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like I like... definitely have an answer, but it's just I like... I feel like unreal situations would be places where I am okay okay no actually I have some when I travel and like when I when I'm in different parts of the world besides my little humble abode in you in New Jersey or just outside of the United States and like I see the locals there and I see the natives there and I see like how they live or I see how different the landscape is. Sometimes those like surreal moments or those serene moments really feel unreal because I feel like sometimes we're um, programmed to think that where we are is just what it is. Like we don't think about outside of the world. Mm-hmm. We just think about ourselves, our little friend groups and our little like areas. But when we really step outside and see how other people live their life, I feel like those can be really unreal moments that where you just step outside of yourself and outside of what you're comfortable with. I feel like those are unreal moments. That's a good one. I like that one. Like travel in general, honestly, just. Yeah, I I don't know. It really like intrigues me because I haven't been many places. I've Mm -hmm. probably been a couple places and right now I'm in Louisiana with my dad and I really want to be here and everything is kind of closed off like it definitely doesn't exactly feel real here even because like you don't really see anybody Uh like I mean you'll see people like drive past in their cars and stuff like that but you don't really like like see people it's not a big city like I mean Trenton isn't like a big city but like you see people everywhere you go you know what I mean yeah like but here you you don't you won't see people for days like it's crazy and I mean of course no but of course you have like neighbors and stuff but like I don't know maybe it's just I don't know like I won't see people ever but whatever yeah I feel like I have another one. Um, There's definitely a specific situation that I'm thinking of, but I I don't, I can't put a finger on it. I feel like this is more cliche, I would say. But, um, graduation. Graduation was unreal. 
because I I finally made it. Like it literally took so long, so many trials and tribulations, so many long nights, so many like headaches, and then to finally actually like get the diploma. I know I have college to go, but like just imagine because I remember myself when I was younger sitting in front of my little box TV with my little in- with the little antennas on it mm-hmm. watching um skipping through the channels from like teen titans to watching what's it called disney and high school musical and seeing them graduate and being like oh my god one day i'm going to graduate and then to finally graduate that wasn't real i didn't cry or anything cuz bad bitties don't cry but that was unreal yeah, and I feel like my college that that that's gonna be unreal either. But yeah, yeah. Also, when I just think about like the past and how far like I've come as a person, that kind of feels unreal. Cause like when you think about it, like you said, like you were little watching TV, like I'm gonna like graduate one day, and of course, well, in my sense, I didn't. I don't know. Not that I didn't see myself in this position exactly, but I just didn't see myself here exactly, of course. Right. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but I just, like, no, this I is not that. where I thought I would be. And I'm extremely proud of myself that I got here. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. What the fuck was that? Okay. Next question, because we are pushing. 30 minutes okay if you are listening for this long next You're time you one. see me give me a hug because you are a trooper yes okay yes. hugs the the golden question what song never failed to make you happy okay you can go first Dan oh okay okay um okay I have two songs from the same album so, in you already know SZA, of course. SZA. My God, is my queen, my love. SZA. On Solana, yes, on the album Control. Um, some of you, some of may have heard the album, but her mother and her grandma talk throughout in these little tapes. Maybe at the end of the song, the beginning, wherever it is, at the end of um, Doves. Doves in the Wind with Kendrick Lamar. Her mom basically has this little um she has this little part and she really says something that like inspires me, I guess. And it after that it kind of does this nice transition into um into uh Drew Barrymore. But I have it here because it motivates me that much. We just, she says, um, and I quote, we take things in my out of my hands. And you know, while I said it can be scary, it can be a little bit comforting because I've learned that when I get to a certain point, I can acknowledge, okay, Audrey, that's as much as you can do. I can actually let it go. And then it goes into Drew Barrymore. If you can imagine it, it's literally like heavenly. Um, I don't know. It just gives me a sense of like hope. Like eventually going to be okay. You know what I mean? 
Like, I'm not going to be a bum on the street or a hobo. Like, I'm going to go to college no matter where I'm going to go. Like, everything's going to be okay. And I'll definitely find my way in the world and make a name for myself and stuff like that. That's what I think about, like, hopes for the future. But also on the same album, like, Prom by SZA, she's, like, in the beginning... Um, the first words in the song are fear, fear of not growing up, keeping me up at night. Now that is something that I relate to the most in this world. Oh, me too. That's a lot. Yeah. And the song, like when I tell you the song, like the beat, it just kind of masks, masks all of the emotion in the lyrics because the lyrics are so heavy, but the song, like, it's kind of like upbeat a little bit. This is why we love SZA. This is exactly why we love SZA. So when I heard, like, I had listened to the album countless times before, but when I when I really first heard that, I think I, I re- actually remember this, this time that I heard it. I was on punishment, and my mom took my phone away. But I always like listening to music at night. So I went on the TV, and I played the music through the TV, and of course she was complaining. But I was playing the album... And the song came on and I was about to skip it until I heard those words. And I was like, wait. And the first time I heard it, it actually made me cry because I related to it mm. so much. And I just felt like understood and heard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I really just think like, like I really fear like not growing up and just staying like stagnant in myself and in my mentality. And I don't, of course, like no one wants to do that. Like, you want to grow as a person. So, yeah. Those are the things that make me happy. Because, I don't know, being heard, of course, and having someone else understand your emotions and feeling like you're not alone, of course, it gives you a little bit of pep in your step. Because you're like, okay, if she feels this way too, I, I can do it too. She's right. SZA, and I'm right here, and I could be SZA too. <laughs> right. Fun fact. Y'all, SZA was in New Jersey, so he did. We grow even up in New Jersey. She's from New Jersey. So, uh, Jersey gang. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Now my part to the question is: so if you know me, I grew up on '90s music, '90s R&B. That's all I listened to mm-hmm. growing up. I didn't know about Katy Perry until like third, fourth grade. <laughs> Not even lying. Y'all, y'all were y'all were seeing fireworks. I was singing, um, um, H Town. Like we're not the same, babes. We're not the same. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, but I would say, um, that was so irrelevant. But some girl, what's the question again? Uh, what song never failed to make you happy? Never fails to make me happy. Okay, so you we all have those songs at the moment that really never fail. I feel like okay that my 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 answer has two parts: what the songs at the moment, like right now, right now, mm-hmm. and songs like overall. So my first one would be songs by artists. Okay, neat. So people who 
sing neo soul. So people like um Snow Allegra, um hold on, let me pull up my I don't know if I can pull up my playlist. Snow Allegra, um hey shoot. Okay. The whole people like her. Um shoot. Let me see if I can can I can I please don't please don't end please don't end please okay What was that? Wait, do you hear me scream? Okay. Sorry, that was really dramatic. I was just making sure it didn't end because I would have cried because that would have been 30 minutes down the drain. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been 30 minutes down the drain. Okay. Yeah. So Allegra, Lucky Day, um, River Tiber. I was just thinking about Lucky Day. Ari Lennox. Um, I love Ari Lennox. Sonder. People like those. Dreamville. Dreamville. If you don't know Dreamville, you're you're lost. Um, <laughs> well, they're a record company, but still, um, the internet, Samino, people like them. Yeah, Umi, no name. They make me happy because their lyrics go so much deeper and then tell like what went to I guess today as a generation. Um, and I really just like their change and how they're all different. They're not, they're not really um, very. Well, I was about to say urban. They're not. <laughs> I was really about to. Say, they're not urban, but like, they're just different, and they just they live in themselves. So I love them for that. Mm-hmm. But songs that I will always love forever. I would say are two songs. One would be Closer by Gopal. And she just talks about, um, well, one, you should listen to it. But she talks about getting closer to your dreams and letting go. And I know that sounds very like, that sounds like every other basic ass song to me. But you actually have to listen to it because I feel like her voice really does something to it. And like I was talking before and like being self-aware she was really like talking about leaving it and I don't know this song just always just always makes me happy and it was made in 2002 so you know it's a good song (laughs) and then the other song would be Get It Together by India Irie and I actually remember writing this song down in one of my um college essays because they were asking what song makes you happy or whatever and I wrote this one down because actually the first time I heard this song I think I did cry as well because I don't know I was just really feeling the lyrics they were really touching my bones um you can actually go listen to it because it's kind of late now and I this this podcast is getting to be really long but really all she really talks about is healing your body and um this what song was this? get it together by india irie um also this song was in shark tales the one with will smith but don't let that take away from how good the song is. That was also <laughs> a good movie. 
is very last minute thinking of these songs. So I really have deeper ones. Spain's was very thought through, and I'm just saying nonsense. But... No, because it's like these type of things like all the time. It's kind of ridiculous yeah. how much I think it's it's a real problem, but. <laughs> You know, actually, Girl, I I rec- pushing forty minutes. Too. Oh my, okay. <laughs> it's thirty six twenty. Okay. All well, right. We're gonna well, go. Yeah, and if you've listened to this for this long, you need a hug. Cause, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't need a hug. You need literally like. I don't know. You literally just need an award. Maybe like, listen I know to it that... in increments because I'm not even gonna finna lie. If like somebody made a podcast with a song, I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna listen to this later. Like what? Stop. It's actually interesting though. I think our stories are interesting. Yeah. All right. And if you actually care about us, you would listen to all of it. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. You should have said that in the beginning as a disclaimer. Yeah. Oh, um, it'll be in the title. Or description or something. Yeah, we'll edit it in. Okay. All right, All right guys. Bye. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Leave a comment down below. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right, no. Just hugs and kisses. Yeah. And know that we love you. Love if you're you. ever feeling down and that you are loved and that you're not going through it alone. We're literally all suffering. But suffer together. It's better yes. than suffering alone. Always. Always. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna press finish recording. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>